This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International, and I welcome you to this Warning Shortwave program. Today I have two great interviews, one with Georgine Ferris and the other with Apostle Eric Hurd. First, we're going to listen to Roy Kindle sing, How Great Is Our God and Amazing Grace. Let's begin. Splendor of the King, clothed 
in majesty. Let all the earth rejoice, let all the earth rejoice. He wraps himself in light, and darkness tries to hide. And trembles at his voice, and trembles at his voice. How great is our God, sing with me how
This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, and I want to welcome you to the Warning Program. Wherever you're watching or listening, welcome. I have in the studio with me today Georgine Ferris. She's a Snohomish County State Committee woman, Evergreen Republican Women's Legislative Chair, and Washington Federation of Republican Women and G3, God, Government, and the Good News. You know, I like that. Thank you. So, Georgine, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Well, you know, you've sat in that chair over the years over different things that Mm -hmm. you're passionate about, that you're concerned with, and I've always agreed with you. That's why I keep welcoming you back. Uh, We are in (laughs) a situation in America where morality is coming under scrutiny from those that are not moral. They're not godly, and they're trying to change the laws to that of the United Nations, which is anti-Judeo-Christian values and beliefs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Georgine, I know that you have some concerns right now. You have a referendum you want to explain and a couple of initiatives. Why don't you go ahead? Well, we just finished up. We just wrapped up our legislative session in Olympia. 105 days, and it was probably, in my opinion, one of the ugliest and most debaucherous. Wow. We saw... Things passed that should never have passed. They were anti-family, anti-children, anti-God. It's a very concerning session. And one of the most egregious bills that passed was 5599. 5599, in essence, is government-sanctioned kidnapping of our children. Wow. To have they call it protected health care services. So what is a protected health care service? It would be transitioning them sexually. So, But I would call it mutilating and butchering a child's body parts. Yeah. It's also abortion for minors without parental consent and without parental knowledge. So it's not just a service. It is withholding children, doing medical procedures that are life-altering for the rest of their lives, messing up with their identity, and doing it all without parental concern and input. And the most egregious thing is kidnapping these children, basically. Because if a child says, oh, I'm uncomfortable, or I don't want to be, you know, a girl or a boy, and an activist teacher or somebody overhears this, they can say the child isn't safe in the home because... We don't think the parent is going to want to promote this. We don't think the home is going to be supportive of transgendering a child at an early age. So those would be the reasons that they would qualify to say, we're going to keep this child from you. Wow. And you say this has already passed. Yes, it has passed. It's I'll a tell very you what, bad you'd bill. be afraid to send your child to public school. Absolutely. At what age can they, if we want to say kidnap your child. Well, there it really isn't. It's a, a definite number. There's all kinds of numbers floating around, even down to six years old. So we have to be very careful and we need to be proactive. Hence, the referendum. The referendum. What is a referendum, you might ask? Well, a referendum is something written to help overturn a bad bill. And now there's initiatives. People get them mixed up. An initiative is something you write to create a new bill, a new law. Okay. But what I'm going to talk to you about is a referendum to overturn this heinous bill, 5599. So this is a referendum against 5599. So it just passed through the Secretary of State's office this week. 
We're getting it formatted and printed, and the hope is to have it printed Friday and distribute it this Memorial Day weekend. And what we need is 200,000 signatures by July 15th in order to get it on the ballot. So I'm here for an all-hands-on-deck cry. I'm asking people to get involved and help save our children, protect our families, get involved in the will of God. We need to engage our culture. You know, the Lord says, who will go? And I say, send me. And I'm asking you, say, send me. To save our children, to save the nation, to save the state. This is really, really serious. And this bill, 5599, combined with 1469, which is the shield law, which allows kids to come from other states, and our state will take them do the gender transitioning without telling their parents. And if their parents call our state and say, I'm concerned, I think my child is possibly a runaway. Could you help me? Our state won't. They'll put them in host homes or government housing situations and do all this abortion or transgender stuff on them without telling the parents, shielding this child from their parents and parental consent. And what bill is that? 1469. And it also passed. But the referendum, which I'm talking about, is against against 5599 where our state can take your kids away from you and can begin gender transitioning and they call it protected health care services so you have to be very careful when you read these bills because the left has learned how to use language to diffuse the right they don't want to inflame the right is what they call us so they do these words that don't sound as heinous as they really are they don't have the the slap you in the face moment when you read them they say you know protected health care which sounds like a child would need health care they talk about mental health and all kinds of things. But actually, it's just horrible. It's robbing these children of their childhood. It's stealing their God-given identity because we are made in the image of God. God has created us male and female. There are two genders. He didn't make a mistake. We need prayer over our kids and time and some conversation, but they don't need to be stolen from their parents and they don't need their little bodies mutilated. I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this is really grievous. Yes. It is so sad. It, just listening to it makes you sick. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this is just like what, if we want to use another analogy, in, in Germany, they went ahead and rounded up the Jews through deception, but they demonized them. They rounded them up. Mm-hmm. And then now they're going to just take them to the rooms where they can get a bath. Yeah. And it was no bath. It was Sinai. They were killing them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yet they just deceived them. They lied to them. Mm-hmm. This is something like the same evil spirit. Yes. They're doing the same thing. Pure deception. Mm -hmm. Uh, Georgine? Yeah, I agree. And, you know, the Bible tells us there is nothing new under the sun. I mean, look what happened in Moses' day. The government wanted to kill the little boys, right? What happened in Jesus' day? The government was involved and wanted to kill the little boys. And so here we are again wanting to kill our children. A whole generation. A whole generation through... The extinction of life by abortion. We're calling it, you know, women's health care, but it's not. It's killing our children. And so um, just robbing a generation of life, robbing the next generation of their God-given destiny, robbing our society of who these children are supposed to be because God says, I have a hope for you, a calling for you, a future. And it's just being annihilated through health care. And we don't want that, especially when it destroys the psyche and the um, emotions of our babies, of our children. 
So how many signatures do you need by the 15th of July? We need 200,000 signatures by July 15th. So this referendum should be available this weekend. We've got people going to distribute it up and down the I-5. I will have them here in Arlington. I will take them to the Snohomish County GOP office in Everett. And you can pick them up there. We need them all across the state. So I need you to work hard. 200,000 signatures we need collected by July 15th so that this referendum can get on the ballot. And when it's on the ballot, what's going to happen? We're asking you to vote against it. Well, we'll see how it ends up being written. But it's we're trying to work hard. We are working hard to get this on the ballot so the people can vote. And we've got to pray. And you can't be deceived. And you can't be conned by emotional... Um, Manipulation. Manipulation. We've got to say, no, this is the truth. This is bad. We're going to stand before God. And this is our watch. This is our watch. You know, how many times do we as Christians say, Lord, send me. Here's your opportunity. God, send us into the culture. Send us so we can engage in the culture. It's not just politics. This is kingdom work to save a generation. You know, I'll tell you, you've explained it very, very well. If a pastor cannot get behind this, yes. let me tell you something. My own mentality, my own thinking, and I've been, you know, I've been in the clergy for a long time, ordained since 1985. I've pastored five churches, been involved with several mega churches. If you can't get behind this thing as a pastor, you need to get out of the pulpit. Amen. No, I'm, I'm tired of playing games. We're losing America. Can't you stop? mutilation of children uh, can't you come against uh killing babies if you can't get behind this get out of the pulpit georgine amen that's right so that would be great if churches would have a table in their church foyer i'm going to have one sunday at my church and you are able to share this from the pulpit pastors you can say a lot more than you think you can in your church you can say who um you support you can tell what the issues are you're you can do more personally than you think okay you can say, I'm endorsing so-and-so. The church doesn't endorse the person, but you can as a pastor and as an individual. And you need to lead your flock. You need to lead your sheep. You can't say, go vote your conscience. We don't have a conscience. The Bible is there so that we vote the principles of the word of God. And so we need to get off our blessed assurance, church. Get up off of that blessed assurance and start engaging the culture. We have been given the responsibility and stewardship of this great nation as citizens. Think about the Apostle Paul in Romans 13 when he was imprisoned. And uh, when they found out he was a citizen, they said, oh, get out, sneak out in the night, the dead of night. And he said, no, 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 no. I'm going to use my citizenship. I want you to release me correctly. And they said, oh, and they were so afraid. Well, we need to do the same thing. We have responsibility as a citizen here to steward this nation and to protect children. We've got to protect them. I mean, what is going to happen down the road when they've been... Um, chemically castrated, physically mutilated, butchered. Um, and a, another terrible thing about these bills, let's say a little girl is sent to go get her abortion without her parental consent and something goes wrong. Let's say she bleeds out on the bus going home. The, the way the law is written and the way they have it, there is no recourse. The family has no recourse. This child has no recourse. I mean, this is, this is so evil. It can only come out of the sulfurous pit of hell. And we have got to open our eyes and ask God to help us put on that full armor of God. We are engaged in spiritual warfare for such a time as this. I'll tell you what, uh, this would make a lot of parents rise up. Yes. 
and use their amendment rights, including yeah. self-defense, and mm-hmm. stop yeah. their children from being mutilated. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm right. telling you, they're pushing to the edge of civil war. Yeah, they, exactly. Yes, but pastors, were, I want to go back to go round back there. Um, please start talking about these issues in the church. I've had pastors, you know, confused about separation of church and state. No, it's so the state doesn't get in and tell the church how to live. We have got to, as the church, keep that moral compass. The Bible says that sin is a reproach to any nation, right? But blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. God is involved in the government. The government is on his shoulders, right? And a lot of times people think the word politics is a dirty word, but government is a ministry and we need to stay involved. I mean, look how the prophets have have, um, worked with the kings over all the years. Billy Graham worked with presidents. We have to stay influential and keep the word of God alive so that we, um, we don't fall into this wayward slime pit and just ruin our own society. So pastors, talk to your churches about it. Abortion is wrong. Homosexuality is wrong. Gender mutilation is wrong. Um, God loves us. We love people, but we do not love this wicked kind of sin. So you have to teach your people not to be emotionally driven because somebody's always going to say, you know, my son or my daughter. There's always going to be an emotional tap. There's always going to be an emotional reason to want to be pulled, you know, into sin. But we have to love people enough to tell them the truth. We have to love people enough to tell them the truth. The truth. Let me tell you something. Hell is hot and eternity is a very long time. We have to care. We have to be bold and courageous and say, don't do this. We love you. God loves you. You cannot do this to the children. Please, I'm asking you pastors, step up, get some steel in your backbone and flint in your mouth. Preach the truth. God says, if I'm lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself. Let's do that. This is time to reach the very lost. Let's do it. Separation of church and state is simply where we're not supposed to have a pope, so to speak, a one religion and make that dogmatic. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, they even they even had church services in Congress. Yeah. And uh, there is no such thing that we are not supposed to be a nation under God, but we weren't supposed to have just one church like England. We broke away from that yeah, system absolutely. because they got into heresy mm-hmm. and censorship and control. No, you're not supposed to do that. We're supposed to have freedom of religion, freedom of expression to worship, whether you're a Pentecost or a charismatic evangelical, a fundamental. Uh, that doesn't matter. But there is no such thing as separation of church and state the way the liberals are trying to make it Mm -hmm. no Mm -hmm. we can all worship god and we can express our beliefs this nation was under judeo-christian values the laws came out of the bible absolutely the the first 11 colonies uh, if you wanted to out of 13 if you wanted to run as a politician you had to say jesus christ was your lord your savior and your God. Amen. Or you were disqualified. Mm-hmm. Again, this nation was built on Judeo-Christian values, uh, the Word of God, the Bible. Until 1973, it was a crime. You were arrested if you were a sodomite, a homosexual. Now, I could go down the, the list of how many states actually killed you. Uh, you say, no, no, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, yeah. they yeah. didn't tolerate it. That's right. But now, again... People want to say, well, live and let live. I 
you know, we need to get back to Judeo-Christian values. Why was there such harshness? Because, again, uh, the Bible not only judged the individual, it judged the nation that tolerates it. So we're in trouble if we don't get back to godly morality. Now, Georgine, the reality is, again, Jesus isn't coming out of heaven to save America no matter how much you pray. Uh, Jesus is going to come out of heaven at the Battle of Armageddon, remove evil governments. But until that time, we are his ambassadors. That's right. And he's called us to occupy. He told you to. He commissioned us. He commanded us. That's why I just came back from the Knesset in Israel. Mm -hmm. I was in the Knesset. I'm there every single year, as well as other governments. He commanded us to be his ambassadors. So when he ascended, he said, go and tarry until you're endued with power from on high. Mm -hmm. Most of the church doesn't do that. And consequently, they're dysfunctional. Consequently, they are cowards. And that's the whole point of Eagles saving nations go to my website worldministries.org we're trying to get into the stadiums and let once again the power of god touch the lives of the believers so they go forth and Come do their on. god-given responsibilities yeah. truth takes away deception prayer brings conviction we have got to open our mouth and turn back this evil tide of deceivableness and debauchery Amen. again truth takes away deception prayer brings conviction we're supposed to rule Rain, occupy, be salt. That's right. And if we don't, they will. That's right. If the Christian rule, the nation prospers. If evil men rule, the Christian Mm -hmm. is persecuted. Mm -hmm. You know, Georgine, it is so elementary. Mm -hmm. Now, also, Georgine, let's get back to these signatures. Okay. All over, wherever they live in Washington State, how can they find them? Okay, you can call me or email me at... um, well, we can put my website or my sure. Email go ahead, there. And give it to them. Uh-huh. Snowco State CW at gmail dot com. So S N O C O State CW at gmail dot com. That's abbreviation for Snohomish County State Committee Woman, and um, we will be distributing them all over the state. So there'll be a kickoff uh, June second down in Puyallup, and uh, Representative Jim Walsh will be there. Uh, Don Land, who actually wrote uh, the referendum, Sharon Hannock and others. So there'll be some in Puyallup. But call your GOP offices in your county, and they should be able to get them to you if you're not close to me. I live near Everett. So um, let us know, and we need you. And just remember, too, you know, the left has a plan, a long-term plan, and they're very patient, and they're very diligent. They have their dominoes all set up in a row. So when one goes down, then the next and the next. If one doesn't go down, they just wait. They get their finances ready, they get their plan ready, and they keep going because they have a long-term plan of destruction. So don't weary in well-doing. If we have to do this over and over again, that's because we do. So I'm asking you to stay committed, stay encouraged. Don't let the enemy um, rob you of, of being enthusiastically committed to the Lord Jesus Christ and the will of God in your life. Okay, once again, tell mm-hmm. them how they can get um, these these uh, referendum so they can sign it. I mean, how can they do it again? Tell them again. Call your... GOP office in your county, your county, like Snohomish County GOP, King County GOP, or King County Republican office, Puyallup, uh, Pierce County Republican office, and they should have them for you. Um, we have a website, and I don't, I'm sorry, I apologize, don't have the name, I'll get it for you. Uh, you can contact me, and we will get them to you. So they were hoping, the hope is to have them printed this weekend. So they're formatting them. 
printing them and they'll be out. So. And, and ladies and gentlemen, let's try to get them in the churches, as many Absolutely. churches as possible. Uh, every pastor should get behind it. You know, I'm so tired of playing games. Again, I'm part of the clergy. Uh, we, you know, we're in churches all over the world, hundreds of thousands. And let me tell you something. If your pastor can't get behind this, frankly, I think you should leave the church. Mm-hmm. We, it's time to quit playing games. We're losing yeah. America. We're losing the nations. We're going to come under not only scrutiny, but tyranny. We're going to come under persecution. We've got to wake up and stop what's going on. They're trying to topple America. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgine, you know, it's time that the church, it's time that every person gets so serious in what we're doing if we want to live in freedom in America. Amen. That's true. Yep. Now, what about, uh, you said two initiatives. And there are two initiatives coming out. Remember, initiative is something that creates a new bill. And one is on the police being able to pursue, police pursuit, and the other one is on parental rights. So look for those as well. So there'll be three things for you. Two initiatives which create a new law, and one referendum, 5599, we're against that, to hopefully overturn a very bad, evil law. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's do what we can. Uh, We need 200,000 signatures by July the 15th. Certainly all of you, if if you have, again, a, a relationship with Christ, you are as concerned as I am. Just listening to this makes you sad, sick, mad, everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have got to stop this, not not just abortion, but I mean, uh, child mutilation, kidnapping, uh, the parents don't know. Again, how does a child change it that you don't change once they've already had some of these operations? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, then you've got to go through countless uh, counseling sessions so they don't themselves go mad, uh, right. go into severe mm-hmm. depression or commit suicide. Yeah. And, and that's what's happening. Because they're saying they want them to have this health care protected service so they don't commit suicide. But it's just the opposite. They will eventually when they realize or outgrow it, change their mind or God touches them or something. Or just have some patience. Let kids go through as stages I, I, of, you know, as they grow. They, they're, they're inundated every day and bombarded every day by school, by television, by Hollyweird, by music. The, the, the prophetic voice of the enemy's camp is, is just um, discipling them all the time. And we need to take up our role and actively train up our children in the way they should go. We need to say, no, God created you in the image of God. He created you male or female. You don't get to change. God didn't make mistakes. He is God. And we have to honor that. We have to honor that decision. And we have to we have to teach them how to get through the confusion of the Satan's agenda for this season in their life. So once again, you've been listening or watching the warning program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, president of World Ministries International, as well as Eagle Saving Nations. Go to my website, worldministries.org, join Eagle Saving Nations. And uh, again, we want to come against this evil bill, 5599, Mm -hmm. 5599, where they can technically, legally kidnap your child. And you don't even know where they're at. And by the time you know, maybe they had an abortion, they had a sex change operation. That's right. uh, And you can never put the pieces back together again without a miracle from God. Yeah. Because all of the polls that I've been studying, uh, that's when they, they commit suicide, going to right. severe fear, yeah. depression, when they realize what they did yeah. and now they're not happy and they can't change it. Mm-hmm. Georgine? 
That's right. And don't forget, you know, God is a God of hope. He's a God of life. You know, he said, I put before you life and death. Choose life. Let's choose the abundant life that is available through Jesus Christ. Let's teach that to our children. Let's um, lay hands on them, pray for them, read to them from the word of God that God will give them a future and hope. Even if they're at a crossroads, he is there with the whole and the Holy Spirit to counsel them through these um, difficult times. You know, we're in crazy, crazy days, but God, but God. Again, referendum 5599. We want to come against Bill 5599, 200,000 signatures by July 15th. That's right. Mm -hmm. Please step up to the plate. All hands on deck. Let's stop this insanity. Mm -hmm. God bless you. God bless. And now let's listen to the interview with apostolic leader Eric Hurd. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. And I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio Program. Wherever you're watching or listening to me in the United States or around the world, welcome. I have with me apostolic leader Eric Hurd. He's out of Florida. And we're going to be looking at some realities of what is coming on the United States because of our sins. Eric, welcome to the Warning Program. Thank you for having me, Dr. Hansa. You know, I'm writing a news article. It's going to go out here Tuesday. It says, America's destruction by God's judgment is now inevitable and millions will die. Goes on to say, or maybe it's not too late to reverse the inevitable judgment. Again, Second Chronicles 7.14 always applies if my people will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways and I'll hear from heaven, forgive their sins and heal their land. That applies. The question is, will people wake up? Will the church wake up? I'll tell you what, it's very discouraging when you look at most churches. Sure, you can always pick out pockets of churches, but pockets of churches is not going to save America. There's got to be a national repentance. Eric? Absolutely. It has to be a national repentance, but also they have to know and understand the times. I think that the church is overall deceived as great deception has been prophesied and spoken about in the New Testament. Satan is at work today, and there's a great delusion that's happening when men do not love the truth. So God has given them over to a spirit of delusion because they will not preach the true gospel message, which is the good news, also is a warning as we're entering into the last days is very apparent. And so it's so real to me even right now that everything that Jesus spoke and the Apostle Paul and even the book of Revelation, we're seeing unfolding right before our very eyes. So we have to stand up. We have to begin to understand the enemy. Like in war, you have to understand who you're fighting. Ephesians 6.12 is becoming so much more real to me that we're not battling flesh and blood. And this deception is a supernatural deception that is taking place at this time. And he's talking about, ladies and gentlemen, after Romans chapter 1, if man rejects the truth of God, God turns him over to a spirit of deceivableness to believe a lie. They become reprobates. And I'll tell you what, a seared conscience. And many people have a seared conscience today. I've said many, many times people can go to church for 50 years. But yet the word of God doesn't convict them anymore because they've heard it. They've heard it. They've heard it. They've heard it. It used to convict them, but no longer does it convict them. Why? Because the Holy Spirit was, again, offended, grieved, 
And the Bible says that's the unpardonable sin if you grieve the Holy Spirit. So if you keep rejecting the Holy Spirit, he leaves. And if he no longer can convict you, you're damned. You're the walking dead, and you don't even know it. And I believe there's millions of Christians already damned, Eric, the walking dead. Yes, sir. The scripture tells us very frankly, Dr. Hansen, to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. And we are to keep oil in our lamp. It is our responsibility to work out our soul salvation, not the preachers, not the ministers. We're there to assist. We're there to point the way. But at the end of the day, it's our responsibility. And everything's in the scripture. He warns us of this time of people taking the gospel nonchalantly. They show up when they want to show up. It's amazing. I was always taught that concerning attending God's service is to be on time. People just come in and they mosey around and do what they want to do. And they're not taking this seriously. So when trouble comes, they don't have any protection, divine protection. That's what we're seeing today. Just uh, nonchalantless. Jesus means exactly what he says. He said that that road is very straight and narrow and it'd be few that find it. You and I were both taught punctuality. I think we were also taught that you came to church looking decent, looking good. You didn't go to church like you were getting ready to go surfing when you got out the door. (laughs) I I mean, you know, Eric, uh, and I meet with presidents all the time. I just came back from the Knesset where I was with nothing but leaders, nothing but politicians from around the world and members of the Knesset. Believe me, I did not go there in my Bermuda shorts. I mean, I was in a nice suit, so to speak, a tie, or I don't think I would have got in the parliament. Something like the uh, president of Ukraine coming to the White House in so-called uh, shirt and fatigues. Yeah, it's uh, we've let down our guard today. Things are no longer sacred anymore. And even, surprisingly, some women come to church provocatively and like they go into a club. It's really amazing how they're dressing today and people will often say well you know you always dress nice i say well i'm representing the king and uh, we have a king that we're representing so therefore we should try to do our best in everything that we do whether word or indeed do it all unto the lord jesus christ i wonder what some of these ladies would do if you walked up to them and said you know uh ma'am uh, i'm not sure what cat club do you represent <laughs> yeah well they probably uh, accuse you of uh uh, lusting after them. Well, I'd say then uh, you, you better not uh, come to church like a hooker because it uh, looks like you're going fishing, ma'am. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, uh, the gospel, again, is being uh, diluted. People are doing what they want to do. I'm working on a, a, a message call. I did it my way. I think it was Saint Frank Sinatra that coined that phrase. Oh, the song, whatever. Yes, sir. So I wonder how uh, old Blue Eyes is doing right now. Hopefully he repented, but uh, he's doing it uh, God's way in hell if he didn't. Yeah, I don't think there's an air conditioner strong enough to help him out right now, Eric. (laughs) Yeah, well, they're the Rat Pack, and I was looking at him and Sammy Davis Jr., who was, uh, uh, he was touting how uh, Satan was more powerful than God and one of the comedians. But uh, he was uh, hanging out with Anton LaVey. Uh, Church of Satan in San Francisco. Wow. My goodness. My goodness. You just mentioned uh, uh, chocolate and vanilla. They're they're both uh, guilty, aren't they? <laughs> yes, sir. 
So what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? And what will a man give in exchange for his soul? And we're finding that many people are doing that. Uh, I'm doing a uh, study and listening to a, uh, a book uh, by Jonathan Kahn, and it's really blessed me to connect, connect more dots. It's called um, uh, Return of the Gods. And it was really talking about, uh, you know, Ephesians 6, 12, what we're dealing with today, because it's almost amazing to watch uh, the whole world go after the Antichrist. And saw something recently about the breakdown of Prince uh, Charles' uh, coordination and all the symbolism. And God was really breaking it down. So he's in the forerunning, uh, forerunning of the Antichrist. But, yeah, we're dealing with uh, spirits today, very strong spirits, because there's no other way to explain it. Men are not that smart to be able to bring about this world deception that we're, uh, we're seeing right before our eyes. Well, once again, I'm going to just read something that will actually go out on May the 30th described America's destruction by God's judgment is now inevitable and millions will die. Or maybe it's not too late to reverse the inevitable judgment. Remember Jonah's prophecy. God commanded him to deliver the announcement of the destruction of Nineveh in 40 days. But this prophecy was not fulfilled. It was delayed 160 years. Why did God change his mind? God changed his mind just as Jonah was afraid he would because there was a great awakening. Enough of the people repented. That's why God postponed the judgment. This is where you come into the picture. If you and enough others employ the strategy I'm about to share, it's very possible we can move God to change his mind about the inevitable destruction of our beloved country or to leave it like he did in Nineveh. And that's the whole purpose for Eagles Saving Nations, to get the church into the stadiums all across America and all across the world, to let Pentecost come down once again, just like Jesus commanded before when he was ascended and ascending, go tarry until you're endued with power from on high, my power, before you try to represent me. The church has failed to tarry. Most of the church is not baptized or constantly baptized in the Holy Spirit. Constantly, they are failing. They're running. They're hiding. They're lying. They're ignoring. And judgment is falling. Eric? Yes, that's so true. And we need a national, actually a worldwide spiritual awakening. And first of all, it starts with prayer. If my people will humble themselves and pray. And so we see the cycle of nations, um, how God takes nations uh, from obscurity and tyranny, raise them up. They begin to cry out to God as the children of Israel did over and over the continual cycle of degradation and debauchery and serving false gods. And this is what we're doing today, uh, the false gods of technology, the false gods of science, the bread and circus. Uh, there's nothing new under the sun. It's, it's still the same spirit in the same cycle. So we start off with the intercessors and realizing that we need God at this time. Uh, no man, as you've spoken before, uh, just putting another man in the White House is not going to solve the problems because they're so deep and they're so wide and, and so broad. Uh, we need God's help and intervention and like never before. Well, you're exactly right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. 
please join Eagles Saving Nations. Help us get into the stadiums so we can pray that Pentecost will come down once again, touch their lives so we can go forth with power and authority instead of fear and intimidation so we can speak the truth and turn back the tide of evil. The Bible says truth takes away deception, prayer brings conviction. Now, Eric, again, ladies and gentlemen, if you just tuned in, watching or listening to the warning program, I have Eric Hurd out of Florida, apostolic leader. This is Dr. Jonathan Anson, president of World Ministries International and Eagles Saving Nations. Now, before it's news, people... Howard News proposed global WHO treaty supersedes nation's constitution, establishing global governance. Michelle Bachman, Bannon's War Room, opinion, conservative, before its news. It says, oh, well, excuse me, nothing but nothing supersedes the U.S. constitution as far as me and about 300 million other U.S. citizens are concerned. Try us. They planned the COVID epidemic. They are planning on introducing more pathogens as pandemics. This is a depopulation agenda, a.k.a. murder. G. Zim, M.D. Eric? Yes, sir. I think you had uh, met with Michelle Bachman. Bachman. I think that having her on uh, one of your programs to uh, unveil what they're doing over with the G7 and uh, there's a World Health Organization uh, treaties that they're trying. They won't, don't want to call it treaty. But anyway, they're um, over in Switzerland. And I think she was over there like six days. She still may be over there now. But anyway, she was talking about how uh, all the nations are just going along with this uh, World Health Organization and the United Nations and all these people. And the United Nations, they wanted to legalize uh, sex <clears throat> with adults excuse me, and children. And so they want us to come under this World Health Organization so they can usurp the authority of the Constitution. And so everyone must submit and then they unleash another pathogen of some some false flag. And now they can uh, demand that people take these depopulation uh, injections. Ladies and gentlemen, the church has to rise up. Uh, this government government in the United States is evil, uh, just like Nazism. I don't see any difference. It just hasn't gone as far to show how they want to kill people more covertly. Uh, but this government is evil. I mean, we're having an invasion right now. Six to eight million people crossing over. That's an invasion. Treason is being committed. Why aren't people being impeached, Eric? Yes, because um, this has been planned for so long. This invasion was supposed to take place, the destabilization of nations, and it's happening all over the world. There's illegal immigrants flooding. You don't have a nation anymore if you don't have borders. So all this is by designed to destabilize, uh, to have a uh, melting pot, if you will. And nothing wrong with that. America was built, and many nations were built, on legal immigration. And so now you have all sorts of people coming in. You have the cartels taking over their, the border states and just shootouts and all sorts of uh, human trafficking, child sex trafficking. They said they had one girl, one little girl had uh, 87, around 87 DNAs in her 
from being raped uh, coming across the border. It's a shame. I'll tell you, this has never happened before. Legal immigration is one thing. This is a total invasion. It's like a military invasion. So many people of fighting age. Again, March 2020, I had 25 dreams, and I saw in those dreams civil unrest. We've had it. Cities, states under BLM, Antifa, burning, rioting, stealing, killing. We've had civil unrest. Just about civil war. We're close to it even now. And I prophesied an invasion. This is an invasion. Right now before our eyes, this is an invasion. Well, you want to think about, Dr. Hanson, where are these military-aged men going? Are they being trained? Have they been trained already coming in? And uh, we've heard in time past United Nations vehicles here on U.S. soil. So you have an invasion coming in from the uh, south, and then you have it coming in from the north. Chinese uh, troops were doing military exercises in Canada. And so then you have your, uh, your waterways from the east and west. So America basically is being surrounded, if you will, if you want to think outside the box. So, uh, you know, they want to come after the guns, of course. You start staging uh, back-to-back false, false flags. You deal emotionally with the people. And then now uh, uh, you're pushing people. You're pushing the American people, those who know the truth. You're pushing them into a major conflict if something is not done. It says, forwarded from Disclosure Hub Police, the government has been selling guns to cartel. It's their main source of weapons. And clip two is showing the kids being dropped over the border fence, being left for clients. Eric? Yes, well, this is some of the uh, gross uh, injustices uh, that's being done to people and children. And God is, uh, you know, warning us that if we don't get this right, he can destroy this whole nation. And uh, we must repent. We must understand what's going on here. Stop taking a blind eye about it. Uh, we definitely need some strong men and women. We need strong voices. Uh, Dr. Howard Brown in, uh, here in Florida uh, is on a 300-city tour. And uh, the place he's going, he's saying he's having overflows. And people are hungry for the truth, but they're hungry for a strong voice, a courageous voice in the last days. Uh, those who are not uh, sugarcoating the gospel and those who are crying out loud and sparing not. Says in Florida, it's illegal to perform gender surgeries on minors. You will lose your medical license if you do that. And if you take off the private parts of a minor, you're going to jail for doing that with the legislation we have just signed. Governor DeSantis criminalizes gender surgeries for minors. Eric? Well, uh, thankfully, we have some states and some leaders, strong leaders that are standing up. And uh, this is one of the things that I, I applaud uh, he's doing. I think he also signed a bill that if you have uh, uh, rape uh, a, a child under 12, 12 and under, well, then you have the death penalty. So he's doing some great things, uh, some other things I question. But uh, we do thank God that someone is trying to stand up uh, to this behemoth, uh, the beast system. Former child star speaks out about satanic ritual sacrifice. 
Yes, sir. Uh, so people are, and we're praying also that um, more whistleblowers, as the FBI whistleblowers, we're praying that those in Hollywood will begin to come forward and speak to the realities of this satanic agenda. It's not just evil, it's wicked, where they're having human sacrificing, sacrificing children uh, and uh, killing them for ritual purposes and drinking their blood. It is just horrendous of the things that they're doing behind closed doors final for today i just looked at this and i even shared it said it the connection without even looking at this article but i'm looking at it now it says by uh forwarded by laura aboli the cia slash nazi connection eric yes sir well uh like i said was earlier about von braun uh, Braun, or I think it Warner Von Braun, um, over there from the Nazi because of Operation Paperclip. And they brought these scientists over. They wanted to uh, get the uh, the scientific uh, technology they had. They brought them over. I think Russia took some too as well. Some were brought up on charges and executed the Nuremberg trials. But you had hundreds come over here and they began to form the CIA. Uh, you have the MK Ultra mind control and experiments and all these things that we're doing and so these people have flooded these agencies and and i think someone said i think marjorie greenson what uh, kennedy said they have to be stripped down and uh, you have some good people in there but you have some very corrupt people at the very top uh power corrupts uh absolute power corrupts absolutely and we have to begin to reel in these agencies that are just causing havoc all around the world and i think that the chickens have come home to roost and uh, people are tired of what America has done to their nations, killing millions of people across the world. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening, watching The Warning Program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Special guest has been Apostolic Leader Eric Hurd. Now watch and listen to this promo on The Science of Judgment, a book I wrote for over 200 Bible colleges. You need your copy. It shares exactly what we're going through and why America is coming under judgment. Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hansen has written a book titled The Science of Judgment. God is predictable. There is a scientific pattern for the rise and fall of nations throughout history. We need to understand the laws or the rules of design regarding prophecy and judgment. When it comes to the laws of judgment and prophecy, denominational or personal belief systems have nothing to do with the reality or the certainty of the rule of judgment. Dr. Hansen's objective is to warn leaders of nations of the second coming of Jesus Christ and the plagues or judgments that are coming upon these peoples and nations that reject Jesus Christ as Savior according to the Scriptures. Dr. Ronald E. Cottle, founder and president of Christian Life School of Theology, states that this book is a must-read for Christians and other leaders in the United States and in other nations. It is clear, powerful, and well-reasoned. We all owe a debt of gratitude to Dr. Jonathan Hansen for the years that have gone into the research and writing of The Science of Judgment. This book has more than 300 pages, divided up in five sections. Part 1, The Science of Judgment, has chapters titled such as The Laws Regarding Prophecy and Judgment, Patterns of Apostasy, Purpose of Chastisement, Standards for Justice and Mercy, God Forgives When People Repent, God Holds Nations Responsible for What Leaders Do, Parental Responsibility, The Feasts of the Lord, Solomon's Transgressions and Their Consequences, Righteous Kings versus Evil Kings, Example of King Jehoshaphat, Ungodly Alliances, God is Predictable, God Holds People Accountable, 
man can turn into an intelligent beast to do evil. Section 2, The Deception of the Theory of Evolution, has chapters titled as Problems with the Theory of Evolution, Evolution and Racism, Darwin's Hatred of Christianity and its Fruit. Section 3, Why Must There Be Judgment, has titles such as The Fall of America and Her Destruction, Cult Christianity, Radical Liberal Politics. Section 4, Kings, Dictators, and Presidents, with the following chapters listed as People Choose Their Nation's Leaders, Qualifications for Godly Leadership, Romans 13, Delegated Authority, Satan is in charge of this world, not Jesus. If laws violate conscience, we must disobey. Finally, part five, so what must we do? These chapters are listed as, we are in a cultural war, our responsibility to a hostile government, the Christian's science of judgment. With turmoil ever increasing throughout the nations as Bible prophecy is coming to life right before our very eyes, one must read the science of judgment to have a clear understanding of these events and the reasons why. Call 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, that is 360-629-5248, and request your copy of The Science of Judgment for a donation of $35 or more, plus shipping and handling. Thank you, and shalom.